Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. I'm your host, Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay, so now we're having a debate because <laughs> I think it's EVP. Well, what does that stand for? So I Extra said... voice person. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You're right. What do you think it is? <laughs> I think it's unexplained voice phenomenon. Well, why don't we look it up? We're trying to figure out what the name is when those when the ghost hunters do the tape. You know, when they have a tape like tape deck rolling and they're trying to catch a ghost voice because our our dog just made a crazy sound while I was recording and it sounded like an EVP. Don't don't just search EVP and assume you're right. That's not what's happening. I don't know. The fingers are just doing the walk. <laughs> <laughs> On the keyboard. Okay, it's EVP. Yep. Electronic right. voice. Electronic voice phenomenon. What did I say? I don't even extra know. Voice extra person? Extra voice person. <laughs> it's an extra voice person in the room. I mean. Hey, you're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Oh, so, how have you been, Nick? I've been great. Yeah, another great week in the books. Um, we got a little dusting of snow, which was yeah, fun. Which is really um, pretty. Waking up went out to that, which is really cool. Oh, another thing that happened for me, I you know, we split up, you know, house duties and stuff like that. And this week I forgot to take the trash out to the street <laughs> when they came, and it's been so frustrating. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a relatable thing. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've never seen anybody drive their garbage down to the street and bang the hell out of it with a stick. I've never seen that. But now just trash has been stacking and stacking <laughs> and stacking up. It is like one of the, my most like aggravating things I've ever done. That's a that's a relatable thing, I think. I Ugh. think l- listeners can relate to that. I thought you were going to say something epic like you were taking out the trash like something you hadn't told me you were taking out the trash and saw a weird animal or i don't i don't know but that i mean that is almost just as scary as something <laughs> oh terrifying my gosh i'm looking at the window right now it's like i know it's like stacked oh it's like embarrassing God. it's like a mountain yeah it's yeah so that's what i've been dealing with <laughs> our neighbors probably think we're trash orders oh my gosh yeah there are people like that i think that oh, just that don't care. Trash. Yeah. No, I think they like intentionally hoard trash. Like, aren't there people on TLC and stuff who don't throw things away? Like, they keep their trash. Oh, like, I'll use it like one day kind of thing. Like, their fingernails and, yeah, like, everything. Yeah, yeah, totally, we're totally. N- we're not those people. Don't no, we? not even the slightest bit. We're, like, take all our trash. Oh, take it. We're, like, take, take everything. everything. Yeah, I know. So. An- another thing, though, about the street and yeah. our neighbors is that 
and the other morning I came out <laughs> and I was looking. I, I'm so nosy. I'm such a nosy neighbor. No, and I, no, no. You're just aware. We're out in the middle of nowhere. It's I am to aware. Be your P's and Q's. And so I came out at like 5 a.m. with our dogs, and I was like, "Why are the cops at our neighbor's house?" <laughs> And so there were there were red and blue light like yeah. cop lights right, right. you yes, saw them I did. Yeah, like yeah. cop lights and I'm like what's going on and I'm like, they're, they're the kind of these people that like you don't know anything about and they have this like uh, nondescript barn so I'm like you know what's going on over there all the time anyway what's their story yeah what's the story so then you know I pulled out binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was far away. It's through the woods. Yeah. And we still couldn't figure out why the cops were there. We're, like, wondering forever. And the cops, like, didn't leave. I, this is, yeah, like, till 9 o'clock rolled around. Yeah, so we went like, out for a run. They're still there. Yeah. yeah. So we went out for a run. And these people have Christmas lights <laughs> hung that are the size of, like, cop lights. Oh, my God. They're not, like, tiny you, Christmas lights. No. They're, like, yeah, they're big baseballs. cop lights. Yeah. And they're cop colors. Yeah, they're blue and red. Yeah, red and blue. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> it's the weirdest It's so strange. It's, I'm looking, actually, through where we're they're still up. right now, and they're still up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, anyway. Yeah. So if anybody can relate to not knowing <laughs> your neighbors or having overflowing trash, Ugh. then we're just we're people. Here. We're here for you. And see the news report now. They were a quiet family, kept pretty much to themselves. No one would have ever suspected them of foul play. <laughs> like you thought you said that we're just people, like as if we weren't people. <laughs> we're just people. I shared a video on my Instagram the other day because Nick knows Nick has seen. And again, for new old listeners, whatever Nick is my husband, and he has seen a lot of the comments over the years and stuff that I have gotten with the Instagram following that I have in just the clients and running my own business and stuff like that. So I was thinking about it because I had gotten a few really wonderful comments (laughs) over the last few weeks, like in my DMs and and everything. And I was like, I should share that with people because I think people don't realize just how much like bullying exists on the internet in life. And that even um, people who you think might be doing great or uh, I am doing great, but I mean that people always have adversity and there's always haters. If you don't have haters, at least a few, I feel like you're not doing something. Well, yeah, it's not even doing anything right or wrong. It's just like not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have people who disagree with you. Totally. I mean, whether they call you names in your DMs or not is different. (laughs) But um, so I wanted to share that. And and I got like the nicest responses from people. And a lot of people were just like, and I was just sharing it to hopefully provide some inspiration because like, uh, You've, been navig- you've navigated this road all by yourself. You know, yeah. No one's really showed you the way. It's been tough, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, just Over watching the last you few do years. it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a lot. I mean, it used to bother me a lot. It's. I'm still a person, so. No, yeah. Um, but there's not, there hasn't, like, you haven't had, like, a mentor or someone that has said things like how you put out to try to encourage others. That's true. So it was really, I thought it was, like, a super yeah. genuine, nice message to put to, out to maybe someone who's trying to do their own thing too thank you yeah that's what i i mean i can't tell you how many times i because i didn't really have guidance with that because it's such a new thing too and such an odd thing with uh, my instagram following like um and just running a small business i don't even know a lot of people who run businesses but uh 
yeah, I just didn't want people to get discouraged because I get discouraged. I wanted that to be so clear. Like I've, I've thought of giving up so many times when people have come and said crazy things. And so I just wanted to, uh, let people know to not give up and to not let negativity like that, you know, live in your brain, even though it's so much louder, a lot of times than positivity. And a couple of things, uh, that people said, one thing that I really loved was that it usually says a lot more about the person saying it than about you. Oh yeah. And, um, I just, I just love that. But I just got so many nice messages and I have the coolest like followers of, of this podcast and of my art and my arts at cult.class on Instagram. But, um, that was just such a highlight of my week because I don't like who wants to share all the like negative stuff or even get, I feel like a lot of people don't see that. So it was fun to not share it in a bad way, but share it in a like F the haters kind of way totally. and have all these cool people. Absolutely. This outpouring of support it was so nice. Yeah. And hopefully support, you know, for them because Absolutely. it's, you know, you just got to keep rolling, man. That's it. You're not alone. You know, a lot of people trying to fight the good fight. Yep. Every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, I hope you guys, if you have, have any dreams or aspirations or you're out there doing something that you just keep going because, Absolutely. uh, and if people are bringing you down, just let them be that way and keep going, you know, on your own path. That's right. So that was special. And, um, yeah, it means a lot to support people. So if you know somebody, if you know somebody running a small business or an artist or something, or I don't know, running a mechanic shop, anything, uh, buy stuff from them or, or share their posts. You don't even have to buy anything. Just share their business. Um, it's always nice to be nice. That's it. Over not being nice we only got each other in this spinning rock you know (laughs) that's right that's it speaking of spinning rocks oh i'll get to that but first of all i also want to say that sham our listener he's awesome and he uh first of all he recommended a couple movies to me that we should watch yes yes but also he i've been doing candy reviews on my instagram which some of you might know check them out they're pretty excellent (laughs) i just buy the candy at the store that i'm like why are they making this like you know i just bought creamsicle twizzlers it's like why (laughs) are we making this it's like twizzlers have been around for like what 60 years Uh, i don't even know every year all all of time and they're a hit they don't even need ads they just sell i know it. but now they're making creamsicle (laughs) twizzlers so if you're curious about weird not weird i love candy companies but different flavors they're a little different they're a little weird yeah Yeah, non-traditional and you're, you've been like, huh, I wonder how that tastes. Well, I'm here to taste them for you <laughs> and do a review. So Sham was messaging me about that. He's like, I should send you some candy from the UK. And by the way, if you guys want to send me candy from anywhere in the United States, you can always email me at chillinwithcultclass at chillinwithcultclass at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. A lot of emails give up. Yeah. I got to get my brain straight. <laughs> and he was like, because he knows how much I do not like possessions and uh, haunted things yes. and how much that stuff freaks me out. And he was like, maybe I'll just send you a haunted object too. Whoa. I don't know if I told you that. Whoa. I know this is the first I'm hearing about He that. was like, it might just show up in your like mail. Whoa. Which. What could it be? And then he wrote, it would be a great story, the possession of Caitlin Gravenstein. <laughs> I'll just be doing the podcast solo. <laughs> It'll just be me in the back like, Wah! Oh, like Speaking in tongues oh, and no. flying around the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's on the wall right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> the oh priest gosh. just got here. Oh my gosh. No, I was like, please don't send me that, but I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. Yes. He said, he, you know, you guys will know oh, if he yeah. sends me something. For sure. So, <laughs> again, if you want to send me candy, but please don't send me uh, haunted objects or possession things or anything like that. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Pass on that. Okay, I'll get to spinning rocks in a second, but speaking of weird things, let's jump into movie club. Follow me, if you will, to a magical town where it is always Halloween, thanks to a witch's curse. A town where leaves and escaped pages of the local Sentinel newspaper blow in the wind. A town where a distant radio can be heard playing 96.6 WOLF on its sinister speakers. A town where TV sets are tuned to cable access channel 20 WARY to watch the Monster Channel. In a town where the mayor has been serving his creepy citizens for 355 years now. This is sundown, so please come visit us and stay forever. Me too. Me too. 
This week's Movie Club discussion is proudly brought to you by Nightwalker Outdoors. Love the outdoors and fitness? Check out Caitlin and Nick's business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors and on their website, nightwalkeroutdoors.com. Enjoy this week's Movie Club. So last week's Movie Club pick was Identity. What year did that come out? Uh, 2003. 2003. Uh, with John Cusack and Ray Liotta. All awesome movie. cast. Yeah, because yeah. while we were watching it, we were like, wait, whoa, that's a great person. That's a great actor. That's mm-hmm. a great actor. Um, this was Nick's pick for last week. He found it as, as a thriller. We had no idea. I haven't, If I saw it, it was years ago. I've either seen it or heard of it. I was just kind of looking up something that we could all watch and... I stumbled across this one. I had pretty good reviews, so I yeah. thought, you know, talk, check it out. It was a great choice. So uh, so we went in cold with you guys. We weren't sure how this was going to yeah. go. Yeah, yes, yes. And again with Movie Club, um, there will probably be spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie and you don't want spoilers, just jump ahead five minutes or so on the podcast. Uh, but what a wild ride. Yeah, I was not expecting <laughs> it to be that complex. So there is 10 or 11 storylines running yeah. continuously from the beginning to the end. Yeah. That was super wild. And then, you know, there's this wild twist at the end that was pretty outrageous, but it was just too, a lot more heady than I thought it was going to be. Way heady. Um, and it wasn't, I thought it was going to be like supernatural or something. Like, yeah, I did too. So as things went, progressed with the hotel, you were like, I was like, oh, maybe it's like kind of Stephen Kingy or something. I was yeah. like, maybe this motel is like a portal or like this place that draws people in for some yeah. kind of reason and then they have the same birthdays so you're like oh like maybe um yeah. i don't know They're the, drawn the universe is drawing them in or the lady brings up how it's a burial ground right and you're yeah like, is this poltergeisty right right uh so we i really thought it was supernatural basically the whole time yeah it's a real you know story of whodunit um people yeah to start dying off essentially not to ruin anything but, um, That's okay. We have spoilers. Yeah. Skip ahead. It's okay. <laughs> so it's the whole the whole movie is to try to figure out who this killer is. Yeah, know? and it ends up all being in John Cusack's head. But John Cusack is only one of the personalities. So it's multiple right. personality right. disorder person, mm-hmm. and you're seeing like how everything is playing out in their head because these doctors are trying to get all his personalities to figure out which personality is the most violent right. because this person committed a violent crime years actually, prior. Actually, yeah. It, actually in real life. Right, right. Years prior. So, so, so yeah, they're, I, I interpret it as they're trying to get him to find who the killer is of his personalities and then kill that one. Yep. So there's only an innocent personality left. So that he's only, yeah, only right. a good person. Right. Because he doesn't realize that he is... He has these split personalities, right? And so he just hops between them and doesn't, um, 
realize that he committed a violent crime previously right. in his right. life or like whatever because he has these nice personalities too and the doctors are like no he's a good person there's just this one bad personality right you right. you ultimately find out which is like kind of a tremendous trip because you're like oh, oh wait yeah. I thought this was like a haunted place or there were ghosts or yeah. like but this is just in some guy's mind I've never seen any split personality story like that the only one that comes to mind is split um, M. Night Shyamalan's split. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But not even, like, that wasn't even as, like, I'm thinking Shutter Island kind of be. Like, oh. a little bit like that. But he more yeah. so just didn't know where he was at. But we were just in this guy's head. That so it's like, it. the movie is in his head. It's, it's, like, so, such a trip. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, uh, a lot of, like, commonalities that make it, like, really simple. You know, like, everyone's name is kind of oh, yeah. the state. Everyone has the same birthday. Yeah. Um, everyone cannot leave this particular area. They're always at the motel. Oh yeah, they. Oh, the guy runs and he ends up back at the motel. Yeah. That's it. And there's like yeah, like ev- there's like this border of even when they try to leave, they get stuck from the weather. You know, there's yes. like a whole additional thing. But then uh, it's like flooding everywhere, which like confines them to the motel. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So it, it, again, that's why I thought it was a. Par- like paranormal portal place but it ended up being just like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. uh great movie yeah yep. a lot of shots that would be great collage oh, pieces like so with cool. the motel and stuff oh, like yeah. i that's what i kept thinking i was like man if i could cut out that <laughs> that still frame of yeah. that road or that uh motel for sure. um for my art that would be so cool but uh a great movie great choice thank you yeah it was a fun ride and if you haven't seen it um and you still want to see it after we told you all about it. Yeah, it's, we kind of spoiled the end. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. It's you know, it's it keeps you engaged. as a, that little fun twist at the end. You can watch it for free on Tubi. I don't know if it was fun. It was like heavy. It was heavy. Yeah, like yeah. is fun the word? It's I don't like know. Interesting. Yeah. It yeah. was kind of like, we both like finished it, we were like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of one of those movies. So no, I definitely I wouldn't start your day with it. No, for sure. It's a rainy day mo- movie for sure, too. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, no, a sunny day movie. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So, with that, and remember, all you have to do to join Movie Club is watch the movie. So every week we pick a movie, and then before you listen to the next episode... You watch the movie and then we talk about feedback and you can always email feedback to chillin with cult class at gmail.com or send along some movie pics yeah you can send along movie pics feedback uh yeah some ideas like sham sent me a bunch of movie ideas and uh, a few others have sent me like different either movie ideas or show ideas like definitely if you guys have shows too we always do movies but like nick and i just finished wednesday oh my gosh wednesday what a great show on netflix so, so well if you have recommendations like that we're happy to talk about that too and also highly recommend wednesday oh, on netflix that was so fun we devoured that in like a yeah. day and a half i, I think yeah, yeah i was very hesitant to do it because i i've always found the adam's family kind of like hokey i don't know why sure but yeah. the show is not hokey and i don't even know why i think that's not like i used to watch adam's family a lot but yeah well, it almost seemed kind of like a kid show not knowing anything about it like, yeah it's just like child as the you know cover on netflix well jenna ortega looks so young like yeah. I, I thought she was like 12 i did she's too. not yeah but, no yeah we found that out uh, later but she and she doesn't look as young in the show no no but no. on it's the like cover you're like oh yeah like, yeah Regardless, definitely check out Wednesday on Netflix too. And if you have show and movie recommendations, send them our way. You can always DM chillinwithcult.class on Instagram as well. Uh, for this week, we're doing something a little different for the movie pick. I'm excited about this because I really want to see this. And I thought, well, 
it's January, maybe you guys want to get out of the house. Normally, we have never done a movie in theaters. Never before. Never before. But this week's movie club pick is Megan, which is uh, the new Bloomhouse movie uh, that stars Allison Williams. And it's by James Wan, who did Conjuring. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be awesome. It has really good reviews. And to be honest, at first I was so not interested in this movie because it looked weird. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's supposed to be really good. I watched the trailer for the first time earlier, and it looks like a wild one. A a wild ride. I love... AI and robots, I love anything sure. horror related to yeah. those things. And this is definitely Ooh, Yeah. Check, yeah, check out check out the the trailer. I think it'll uh, push you over the edge if you're you know debating if you're intre- or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Megan, when you look it up is spell M three G A N. So uh, the E is actually a three in the title. So when you look it up, that's what how it's spelled, that's what it is. And you can go see it at your local theater right now. It's not available for streaming yet, so I know that's a little different for you guys. If you want to get out of the house in January and do a little something different, then do it. Go to the theater, and we'll talk about it next week. You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.com. Class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. released its report on UFO sightings today, saying an additional 366 sightings have been investigated since 2021. Now, 26 of those sightings were determined to be drones, with at least one sighting suspected of being Chinese drones. 163 were balloon-like objects, and six were dismissed as aerial clutter, which includes birds and plastic bags. More than 170 sightings remain unexplained, but officials say they have found no evidence of any extraterrestrial life. For this week's scary story, I decided to pick a current event because I don't think I would be a true UFO enthusiast if I didn't cover this story. And um, for the context of this story and what the government is doing now is that UFOs are now called UAPs. So. We're going from unidentified flying objects to unidentified aerial phenomenon. So when I tell this story, the government now classifies UFOs as UAPs, just so everybody knows. So I'm referring to UFOs when I say UAP. So this is a huge story. Uh, The government just released a report about aerial phenomenon sightings in 2022. It basically solidifies the idea that there are things in our skies that we cannot identify and we cannot define. I'm going to read the story from space.com and then Nick and I will discuss. Nick has not heard this story either. I know a lot of my friends in the UFO community have covered this and messaged me about this and um, you guys can find a lot of information about this uh, if you look it up. 
you can look up the 2022 annual report on unidentified aerial phenomena if you want to find more information about it. The unclassified 2022 annual report on unidentified aerial phenomena was published by the Pentagon's Office of the Director of National Intelligence on Thursday, January 12th. The report was mandated by the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act and was created by ODNI's National Intelligence Manager for Aviation and the newly established All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Which, by the way, can I just say, All-Domain Anomaly Office sounds so sci-fi <laughs> and so crazy. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, where do you work at in the, the building all again? Do- the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Gotcha. AARO. Um, oh, Okay. Input was gathered from various intelligence community agencies and military intelligence offices. In all, the report covers some 510 cataloged UAP reports gathered from agencies involved in the report in the branches of the United States military. The document notes that the majority of these were gathered from U.S. Navy and U.S. Air Force personnel who reported them through official channels. Ultimately, The unclassified report concludes that while UAP continue to represent a hazard to flight safety and pose a possible adversary collection threat, many of the reports lack enough detailed data to enable attribution of UAP with high certainty. Out of these 510 total UAP reports, ODNI assessed 366 that had been newly identified since AARO's creation. Of these, 26 were characterized as uncrewed aircraft systems or drones, 163 were attributed to balloons or balloon-like entities, and 6 were found to be airborne clutter, such as birds or airborne plastic shopping bags. I mean, how many shopping bags are flying in the middle of the sky? I don't know. Any, like, that go really high, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's I, like... I, don't, I know there's, like, a Katy Perry song I mean, about a shopping bag, but I, I don't know. Ameri- I always think of American Beauty, but, like, yeah. there's that... I mean, okay, birds, okay. I've never seen a plastic shopping bag. I mean, oh, whatever. I know. It's a bunch of hoopla. <laughs> a bunch of hoopla. It's just some trash blowing in the wind. Do you have any idea how complicated your circulatory system is? <laughs> That leaves 171 reported UAP sightings that remain uncharacterized and unattributed, according to ODNI's report. Some of these uncharacterized UAP appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis, the report adds. While there are no definite earth-shattering conclusions about the origins of the UAP, seen in the incidents analyzed in ODNI's unclassified report, the document highlights a growing emphasis on airspace safety, prompted in part by the recent proliferation of drones, some of which might represent intelligence-gathering efforts by the United States adversaries. UAP events continue to occur in restricted or sensitive airspace, highlighting possible concerns for safety or flight or adversary collection activity, ODNI states in the report. Military aviators in controlled airspace may be reporting more UAPs and UFOs in these areas because they are naturally more sensor scanning the skies around the military facilities and training ranges. 
It is clear that there is an urgent and critical need to improve aerospace safety by dedicating scientific research into UAP, said Ryan Graves, former Navy F-18 pilot and chair of the American Institution of Aeronautics and Astronautics Unidentified Aerospace Phenomenon Integration and Outreach Committee. Wow, that is such a long acronym. The UAPIOC is that department. In a statement following the release of ODNI's report, we must stop unscrupulous speculation, break stigma, and invest in science to address the national safety threat, Graves added. And this is something that Ryan um, and I talked about a couple episodes ago. And James, that there needs to be, James and I talked about the episode before that, there, that there needs to be scientific research Absolutely. into these this UAP phenomenon because if it is a threat of some kind, 100%. we should know. And so that's what this guy is saying is that we need to break the stigma of UFOs yeah. and make all put all the nerds in charge. No, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. While improving flight safety in both domestic and military airspace is the principal motivation underlying the creation of the report, the document notes that there have been no reported collisions between U.S. aircraft and UAP to date. Furthermore, there have also been no UAP encounters confirmed to contribute directly to adverse health-related effects to the observer. So, I guess nobody's been abducted, officially. (laughs) Okay. While far from a smoking gun of any kind, the ODNI's report shows that the U.S. government appears to be taking UAP and airspace safety seriously following years of media sensationalism surrounding a handful of highly publicized encounters reported by the U.S. Navy in training ranges off the coast of Southern California, which is they're referring, I think, to the Tic Tac video with that. And if you don't know what the Tic Tac video is, just Google Tic Tac UFO video. To date, the Pentagon asserts that these cases remain unexplained. So that's the end of of that segment of the scary story for this week. Um, I had to share that because it's essentially the government coming out and saying, hey, there are X amount of sightings that have been reported by the military and these departments that we cannot explain. That's not civilian reports at all. Yeah, that's not someone on top of an RV, you know, with some tinfoil or something. That's like legitimate, credible... Uh, uh, sources, sources who are providing these, these that information, and that's in, insane that it's not being treated before now as a threat to national security because that's exactly what it is. Well, you know, and and not even just somebody on uh, with tinfoil. I'm saying like think about how many just civilian reports there are. So yeah. compound that with all these military reports. I mean, it's Nuts. just crazy. Nuts. And then, like you said, like breaking. A stigma and working on this potential threat, if it is a threat, is yeah. so important oh, to national security. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's it just boggles my mind that it's why now it's being treated yeah. as that. I know we talk about that sometimes. Like I've talked about that with friends in this community and with you, and it's it's kind of weird because like History Channel and all these channels have like slowly drip fed us. I feel like oh yeah. Uh, UFO stuff for decades. Oh, yeah. I, could, I remember, yeah, watching History Channel with, like, my dad whenever I was a kid, and this still would be on the TV. Yeah. You know? And now, but now History Channel, it's Channel, all Channel yeah. Discovery, are, like, almost exclusively um, all these unexplained aliens, things. You know, absolutely. Yes. And so it's like, why are these institutions, um, if it's such a stigmatized thing, why 
obviously people are interested and obviously it's making money and selling. I, I think if it was just revealed, like, hey, here's an alien, people would lose their minds. Oh, I think people would lose their minds. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I think that's the thing. Right. So I think maybe this is, maybe there's a lot more, more I mean, that's just the public report. What classified yeah. stuff do they have? I mean, oh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. They put a UFO on the badge of this department. On I the know, official on the badge. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's unreal. I shared that picture on our Instagram at chillingwithcult.class. You guys can see it. But, um, yeah, why now? Why? And like they're saying, maybe we're flying more. Maybe military space is a lot more monitored than it ever has been in history. And that's mm-hmm. why we're, we're just seeing things. Who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something to really think about and turn over in your in your mind and yeah. and not freak yourself out too much but be easy to go down a rabbit hole for it, sure yeah i mean like ryan said uh, in our one of our previous episodes is like it as far as adversaries it being china or russia or something like do they have that technology i mean some of this technology like they're talking about in the report is like it's so anomalous to like yeah. anything we know mm-hmm. so i mean if it's otherworldly or of this earth it's terrifying either way if somebody can do that or engineer Mm -hmm. that yeah absolutely but it needs to be monitored and have a a definitive answer drawn from that yeah and i think that's why they made this department so um while we're on that topic just briefly because i just wanted to add a little more context to this there have been so many sightings of UFOs around nuclear power plants and nuclear weapons. What's up with that? Yeah, and I just want to share that because that's something that's um, just goes hand in hand with this story. And I, I often wonder, well, we've now invented nuclear power and nuclear weapons. Does right. that mean that is that a, a cause for UFOs or some other being to be here even more i don't don't know yeah could it be viewed as a threat to them or you know a threat to ourselves are they our future selves that's what ryan said yeah i don't know so here's just a couple facts about that this is information from historychannel.com throughout history unexplained aerial phenomenon uaps have shocked frightened and fascinated sky watchers and in the last century more than a few have been reported in military contexts in late World War II, U.S. airmen called them Foo Fighters, strange orange flying lights by the French-German border. During the Korean War, some soldiers claimed a blue-green light emitting pulsing rays made their whole battalion sick with what some claimed to resemble radiation poisoning. Less known, in the last 75 years, high-ranking U.S. military and intelligence personnel have also reported UAPs near sites associated with nuclear power, weaponry, and technology, from the early atomic bomb development and test sites to active nuclear naval fleets. All of the nuclear facilities, Los Alamos, Livermore, Sandia, Savannah River, all had dramatic incidents where these unknown craft appeared over the facilities and nobody knew where they were from or what they were doing there, says investigative journalist George Knapp. The UFO nuclear connection began at the dawn of the atomic age. And that's what, I was, that's what we were just saying. Nuclear adjacent sightings go back decades, says Robert Hastings, a UFO researcher. Hastings says that he's interviewed more than 160 veterans who have witnessed strange lights in the skies around nuclear sites. 
You have objects being tracked on radar, performing at speeds that no object on Earth can perform, Hastings says. You have eyewitness military personnel. You have jet pilots. Witnesses to these incidents are often highly trained personnel with top security clearances. A declassified FBI document from 1950 mentions flying saucers measuring almost 50 feet in diameter near Los Alamos Labs, and Knapp has interviewed more than a dozen workers from the Nevada Desert atomic test site, where scores of A-bombs were detonated in the post-World War II years. He says they told him UFO activity was so commonplace that employees were assigned to monitor the activity on a regular basis. In the 1960s and 70s, repeated UFO sightings emerged at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana, a storage site for nuclear-tipped intercontinental ballistic missiles. At one such alleged sighting in 1967, former Air Force Captain Robert Salas says several of those missiles became inoperative at the same time base security reported seeing a glowing red object about 30 feet in diameter hovering over the facility. Salas said that the missiles began going into what's called a no-go condition or unlaunchable. And this is something we have talked about previously, too, that um, it seems that when people see these objects around nuclear weapons or around military bases, uh, the weaponry malfunctions or something can't be launched or something. I think you've even seen... Yeah, or something even turned on once I've seen. (laughs) Um, So again, this just goes back to military and uh, UAP sightings, UFOs, and this new report that was released um, describing all sightings in 2022. And it looks so wild, the actual report, you know, with official letter. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. By by like the style guide and everything like that, like just so official. And just to read them talking about UFOs is insane. It's insane. I will share the the official document on our Instagram at chillingwithcult.class. And you can always follow DM there. You can follow my art. If you're looking for some good UFO alien (laughs) art. I'm your girl. Check it out. Follow cult.class on Instagram. Be sure to watch Megan if you can, if you can get to the theaters before next week's episode. And um, that's all we have for you guys this week. Is that it? That's it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for chilling with us. We'll see you next week, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard.